Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wrestler Review. I am Dylan Gott. We pronounce the T because we're tough. That's John Hastings. I wish your last name was Dylan Go. Ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> welcome to Dylan, where he's uh, finally pulled the camera back enough that you can see what holds up his green screen. That is a weight bar and whatever a child sees right before they die in a basement. Ladies well, and gentlemen. This is insulation I put in, but then just didn't put it in the drywall. Damn right. Goddamn right. Uh, drywall requires code and guess what yeah you don't have the yeah well the the uh ultimate uh it's the ultimate slob move you do something but you do half of it yeah i wash the dishes but i'm not fucking drying them and i'm yeah. sure as cunt not putting them away bitch pussy yeah i vacuumed and i didn't put a bag in the new vacuum there's a bunch of dust in the kitchen suck my <laughs> it's funny because this is the grand tradition of podcasting where you literally do it in your garage but now everyone has like seemingly an office with some good lighting and we I'm going to say like, this right now. I'm going to say this right now. Nothing makes me more enraging than what is happening to podcasting and they're like, "Guys, it's this fun thing. It's totally controllable. Everyone can do it. It's no big deal." And because we're human beings, within 10 years we'll just reinvent television and also reinvent things like, well, this podcast is going to need a producer and a network before it can get approval. Can yeah. I just put it online? No, not anymore. Oh, good. No, absolutely not. No. You need yeah. approval. Well, the other thing is, um, it is crazy how they have basically reinvented the beginning of television, where it's like, ooh, it's the internet, you can do anything on there, and now it's, yeah, obviously. Um, are you on Netflix, Amazon, or Hulu? No? Then get the fuck out. There's three networks yeah. again, bitch pussy. Yeah, there's three, ne three networks again, and one of them is needlessly pretentious. The other one is just like, uh, go get your dad or your older brother that still lives at home, uh, or... Hey, do you like reruns? Because those are the three networks now. Netflix is like, we only make the most cutting edge documentaries that go nowhere. And then Amazon is just like, <laughs> Netflix only... is just like hounding people for who got raped. Do you know how yeah, crazy exactly. it must be? Yeah, you <laughs> be exactly. like, oh, he died. He just like combing the yeah. obituaries and be like, died. Ooh, can we make a documentary? But oh, he died in his sleep. Click. Pardon yeah, me. Yeah, who yeah. was that? That must be. Man, that's Excuse sick. Me. And they Excuse haven't me. come across wrestling somehow. Uh, does, did your Vice school did. shooting? Did your school shooting have an online component? Then goodbye. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you were one of the loser school shootings. Yeah, exactly. Your guys aren't. You guys can't find his online messages. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've been watching Reboot, which is a Hulu sitcom you should all watch. Uh, it's very funny. Um, and is continually making fun of the fact that Netflix, uh, basically thinks they're the only thing that's on television. Like if you. Uh, if you actually look at their content, like they're willfully, they will refer in their own content to other content, but that doesn't make sense. Like some of their, like, apparently I didn't know this, but like some of their true crime documentaries, the credits of them will be like referential to other credits of other true crime documentaries. And it's like, what? don't, don't build a universe using your true crime Netflix. True crimes fucked too. Cause it's literally just like, I remember being into serial killers in high school and then stopping. Cause I'm like, this is fucked up. Cause I'm literally just looking at a car crash. And now everyone else is like, no, the car crash. What I'm saying yeah, yeah, is yeah, I yeah. was before everyone and I'm better. Of course we were, we did a true crime podcast back in the two thousands called uh crime review. And it was the same content <laughs> as this program. Lots of blood, lots of blood, yum, yum, blood. Blood, blood, blood and cum. That's the thing that makes us happy. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, nothing makes me smile more than the red and white. I want everyone to look like the Canadian flag. Blood and cum, Ooh. blood and cum. Or the Put Japanese it in flag. my food. No, no, I want it to be in the shape of a maple leaf. I have a question, John. Who do you think, Christopher Hobson posed this to us. Do you think... When you think of the wrestler view, we've gotten away and like from the original point of this program, which was to only basically review lower mid carters. And this man was such a lower mid carter who just seems like he's a pretty fun guy to have at a barbecue that he almost won a world title in the 90s. What? Yeah, Brutus Beefcake was booked. Like you can hear uh bruce pritchard talk about this about how they were like brutus was super over and we thought about like maybe pivoting off of brett and giving it to Brutus. oh my god i 
fucking missed this entire thing. Oh, the guy's yeah. theme song that was bump. Don't do. I like that one. Da, I like da, that. Do, do. As I like do I. I think song. that's a fucking great theme song. I also like the way that he was one of the few wrestlers in the early 90s. He strutted and he would walk to the ring in tune to his music, which made me so happy because I was like, so many of them would just you. If he was in a match with Greg the Hammer Valentine when they would play Greg's weird music, boom, ching, boom, boom. Here's the other thing I like about um, Brutus the Barber, Poon Cake, oh, is yeah. um, he had the thing that a lot of great wrestlers, that a lot of, sorry, shitty wrestlers have, where it's like he was carrying was- around a huge weapon, and then he never used, like he was just using those huge barber shears, and I kept on thinking as a kid, if this guy turns bad, is he just going to start stabbing people That's exactly people what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. When I found out that Earthquake went crazy, the natural disasters squished the snake, I was like... Oh, fuck. Are we going dark? Because someone better keep eyes on Brutus or Hulk Hogan's getting stabbed with fucking clipping shears. Oh, my friend. Exactly. But yes, we're talking about Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And I don't mind informing you guys that I uh, smoked a marijuana cigarette for the first time in a minute last night and basically spaced out and then was put with a and I'm looking at this because Microsoft Word does count it. 11,590 word document that Christopher Hobson sent us 21 pages. Oh yeah. Makes sense. I was, cause I, I then tried to log in, didn't get the login. I smoked half of a marijuana cigarette at a party during the laughing Bitch. skull comedy festival. Let me tell you this Dylan about this fucking comedy festival. I arrived at the show after party. Usually there's a light nibbles. Let me tell you what they had. Two full tables of Chick-fil-A sandwiches, one full table oh, of, wow. of chicken noogies, from um chipfly that's two separate tables of two separate deep fried chicken delight and then another full table of pi- of pizzas was the pizza from a place that also opposed roe v wade and one no was it a it, celebratory roe v wade it was a it was a it was a papa john's so they uh, uh they were covered, so they say the n-word okay that's, that's right sick. well <laughs> welcome to atlanta <laughs> welcome to atlanta where the play is play and we say the n-word even though we're it, white because it's fine yeah <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta, where the play is play. Well, we said the N-word because we make pizza and are from New York State. I really like, yeah, I like that it's like, oh, he's from the South. Not at all. No, oh my God. That I was, mean, Alex, by the way. Alex Wood, a friend of the program, had a very funny joke about that, about how uh, the, just the, the the Papa John's uh, public relations team is like, oh, we said it out. Of, he said it. He got caught. Um, He got caught. Maybe he was drunk. Not at all. Okay. Well, maybe he said with the eight. No, fully are. My well, then he said part. it. He said it on a um company meeting. I woke up at five. I'm of clear mind. Let me say something. Nah. <laughs> I remember this because I remember asking my mom, who is a business professor, about the investor call, and I was like, "Is there any way that you're not there?" And this was pre-COVID. She was like, "No, you're like in a room with people. Like it's not like you're like I like it. Like it's like he he may have ran that point by someone. So." In the middle of it, when I'm talking to all the people whose money that I'm in control of, I'm going to say the N-word. And they were like, wait, 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 when? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I think it's pertinent to explain to our investors that I don't view them as people. Yeah. Do you know rap songs? I want to do that, but without any of the other (laughs) stuff. So here's the thing. A lot of people will defend it by saying it's like uh, I was singing a song. I don't want to do that. I just want to quote a bunch of people from the Confederacy. Is that fine? Yeah. The Papa John's guy also, he looks the most like the CEO from Bang Energy without being the CEO from Bang Energy. (laughs) And I don't know if you've ever seen the CEO of Bang Energy, but it's like he looks like a porn star that you just went to the exponent. No, I do not know who the CEO of Bang Energy is, but I do know who the CEO you don't know, of... Dude, you got to look up the CEO of Bang Energy. He right looks on. like his entire body is covered in penis skin. It's crazy. Oh, cool. So this guy should be on our pro- on our podcast? I don't I don't know if you could make a worse looking man. Like I don't know if there's Oh that, yeah. no, Jack Owack. Oh, Jack Owack. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, the um Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Set your set your phasers to nothing. Anyway, we've Oh, there's so many podcast appearances he's on. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, John. 
Oh, talk to me. Man. Talk to me about Ed Leslie right now. I want, okay, I'm gonna get ready. Let me get ready. We're gonna get real in depth. Like we're gonna. Okay, I've taken a. We're gonna okay. we're gonna say some stuff about Ed Leslie that he doesn't know. This is gonna be more in depth than. This is gonna be like. I'm gonna say this we'll, right now. We'll do a good as good a job as covering the Queen's life as we will covering Ed Leslie over the coming weeks. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, what what brings the boys to the yard if the yard is owned by the Wrestler Review is our milkshake. And our milkshake is the intention to detail we do for men who never even thought to leave the path of Hurricane Ian because they live in Florida. And that man is Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. Oh, yeah. He's gentlemen. like that. He's probably the dad of that or grandfather of the guy who smoked weed in the middle of the hurricane. <laughs> Oh, my God. Let me say this. As someone who's been to Fort Myers, Florida, I am so sad that that town has had anything negative affecting to it. Because let me tell you this about Florida. Yeah, it's got a negative reputation. But you know what it does? It lives up to that reputation. Yo, you want to smoke? You want to smoke meth in this fucking strip mall parking lot? No. Well, I'm doing it anyway because we just finished a stand up comedy show and I live up to exactly what you thought of me. Mm. Let's fucking go. Exactly right. I got a gun. In my Honda CRV. What the fuck? People have guns who own CRVs in this state? Yeah, we're free. Goddamn right. He was born in 1957 in Tampa, Florida. He grew up, grew up in an affluent neighborhood with much richer contemporaries. Yes. His parents were middle class and plowed through all their cash with the same part education his peers had, <laughs> meaning everything else was skimped on. I love the idea of wasting money on Brutus the Barber Beefcake's private education. Yeah. So, Brutus, uh, did you learn so about Socrates? gay, or is that going to be on the quiz, or do I have to write that in? More like George Bernard Cock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if Ed Leslie's just really intelligent? Actually, I think you'll find I really excelled in learning about Keynesian economics. I actually just worked out that being a professional wrestler is the best way to combine my two loves, wearing tight trousers and hanging out with a guy who wants to fuck my wife. He has four other siblings, and he's the middle. Uh, he's three sisters and a younger brother. He never applied, applied himself to school while achieving bees. I mean, so I got to tell you, Bruce the Barber Beefcake, here's my prediction. We're about to learn about a, a an all right guy. You know what? He he entered an industry that he somewhat excelled in. That was uh, being a uh, barber, but very Florida version. And he went from strength to strength. So he's got a solid B average. This is amazing right here. So he probably knows how to use a map and understands some algebra. He could have run the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he and Hogan were grew up living next to each other. And uh, Hogan was three years older than him. He says he they would play on opposing baseball teams. And he'd watch 12-year-old Hogan play baseball because he was so large and would hit balls so far. The opposition would complain he was too big to play. But they wouldn't become friends until later. That's what nice. a Hulk Hogan move where he's like, oh, I have all the power of going through puberty. Let me play yeah. with these nine year olds. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I Hulk Hogan. He, played, I, he did play against the nine year olds, but he's, that's how I read that is he's 12 playing against nine year olds. Let me tell you this, dude. I got all the power of someone dude who nuts now, dude. And now I'm going to beat all the people that don't nut, dude. Yeah, I think baseball. Hobson made a mistake because it's like opposing baseball teams. I'm pretty sure that's different baseball teams. But maybe he did play against nine year olds. That would be fucking awesome. A six I'm foot one I'm guaran- Hulk Hogan just six foot one t- tanned, recently jacked Hulk Hogan, but for some reason still making them play Eye of the Tiger, even though that song hasn't been read yet. All right, dude, go do do do. Uh, what, J- dude? Just do it. Go ahead, Dylan. He uh he uh, this is fucked. He had his uh toes taken off and a lawnmower wheeled over what his the fuck foot while he was about? wearing what? tennis shoes. What the fuck? And he had plastic surgery on his feet, which I imagine he has one toe that was uh, has a Florida prosthetic, which is probably just a cigarette they put on it. Yeah, is Bruce the Barber Beefcake Florida Ron Swanson? <laughs> I got the toes I got, bro! And, well, also, like, 1957, this is, like, classic play in the yard with oh, these yeah. knives. Me and your mom are going to smoke and fucking fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go outside until the lights are down or one of the neighbors tries to fuck you. All right, I'll see you later. Uh, he was a big fan of wrestling, of course, and every Tuesday night he would uh, attend the Fort Homer Hesterly Armory. Man, wrestling doesn't happen enough in armories. Just a bunch of I fucking really bullets agree, and then a guy the pretending way. to be a dragon or something. That's what wrestling is. Uh, also, you don't hear about Elks Lodges or Rotary Clubs anymore, except Stupid. for the fact I saw a volcano when I was in Hawaii for vacation, and there was a town next to the volcano called like big volcano 
which meant I drove by something called the Big Volcano Rotary Club. And let me tell you, I wanted to buy a T-shirt so badly, and they do not sell T-shirts. The Big Volcano <laughs> Rotary Club? I mean, no. that's, is that going to die in our generation? Because, like, I don't know anyone For that sure. goes to I a don't know. Lions club. I know one guy who recently revealed he's joining the Masons because his dad's in yes. the Masons. That's the closest, and he wants to hey, be big in local politics. Masons. Should we Dylan, start? A, can we start our own secret society? And unlike the Proud Boys, keep it only to weird drinking. Here's the first thing you got to know: you have to know Bruce the Barber Beefcake's real name. That's the first secret. Well, code. I think that those are good ideas because that becomes that comes from a time when you needed to dress up the fact you were just gonna get hammered with your boys. Like you couldn't just be like, "I'm gonna make you." I'm going to fuck 72 inch in there. You had to be like, oh, the great elders of Zion told me to do <laughs> oh, no. on this Wednesday. I mean, why? first of all, wh who do you know that's going to a lodge that worships the elders of Zion? Came the, to me. What is the elders of Zion? It is the original uh, text. So many uh, anti-Jewish conspiracy theories are based off of. Oh, OK. No, I meant that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. So, no, you're actually speaking total truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, uh, that would be like if you became friends. He oh, told God. him. This is this is how they became friends. This is classic Hulk Hogan going to your 12, nine-year-old point. I just want to cut you off and say this. Please. Hogan invites Ed to meet him and other friends at the beach. He told him the wrong time. He did that five or six times, and then Ed caught on to the fact they were making fun of him. I fucking Five or six. six fuck you, Hulk Hogan, you fucking what dick. What a fucking asshole. But I mean, like, dude, as far as being like just Ed Leslie accepting this guy is going to bully him for his life, he got a good life out of it. I got to say that is like Ed Leslie just seems like one of those guys that's totally at peace. We have some friends that are like this that just like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever, bro. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out. You're like, what? You just are going to hang out? Hulk Hogan's like, I'm going to become the best wrestler of all time, dude. I'm, I don't care what happens. I need to honor the elders of Zion, brother. Yeah, and, then, and, like and then Ed Leslie's <laughs> like, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, man, that's you know they got. BLT He's like not really there? paying attention. He's like, yeah. yo, yo, you know that if fucking that I found this place right. It's under a highway overpass. Hot dogs, burgers, and ribs. Yeah, usually you get two of the three or one of the three. And let me tell. And also, you wouldn't think that all three would be quality because I got I went back mm. the next day and got the hot dog because I got a burger and ribs. But you can't have all three meats in one go. They, I don't want to upset my tummy. Yeah, exactly. I had all three at once and I shit outside. They didn't have a toilet and I just gave a thumbs up saying, hey, man, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah, man. You just got to you got to let it roll with old Ed Leslie. Ed Leslie's going to take a Leslie. That's what I call shitting a Leslie. I don't know why I talk too much. <laughs> I think I have anxiety. Um, He went to junior college. He worked as a landscaper uh, for a horticulturist and then worked as a foreman for a while. And, so he uh, grew weed. He grew weed in the panhandle is what you're saying. Let me tell you. Let me just read between the fucking lines. Bruce the Barber fucking hot beefcake. Ed Schlesley Leslie was growing fucking Maui Wowie and Alaskan Thunderfuck on the Florida panhandle. He was making the square grouper, which is how they used to import weed, which was uh, they just uh, wrap it in a bunch of big squares and garbage bags and throw them in the ocean and then people would swim out and grab them because florida's fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking awesome though because what he does is he basically becomes he wanted to start weight training because he felt too scrawny which is code for hogan was I like i gotta i gotta i gotta steroids. figure out how to beat yeah. up hulk hogan so this guy stops fucking telling me what the, all right dude we'll meet you at the beach at 3 a.m yeah. i mean that seems a little early but i'll see you there tear I really need surgery for my foot that got cut off. All right, dude, I'm the doctor, brother, and the surgery's at 9 a.m. Ah, ha, ha. It's not. You have no feet now. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, seems I, like... I fucking ribbed you, dude. You have no toes. Bro, I ribbed you. I just shit. I did the old lawnmower rib, dude. That's where I fucking cut your toes off. Ha, ha, ha. The old you lawnmower rib. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you got. you just got belayed. Oh, yeah, hundred for sure. Hogan's one of those guys who doesn't know what a prank is. I just pranked your dog. I hit him with my car, dude. Yeah, I just pranked your dad. I just fucking called him and then told him that his mom was dead and then went over to his mom's house and turned off the power so she can't call, dude. <laughs> you got Hogan, brother.
That's Bro, where you... I, of course, that I, I also did Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Those yeah. were also Hogan pranks. Those dude. were Dennis the Menace style pranks, dude, because I had a neighbor <laughs> that was Japanese, dude, and he told me I should uh, mow his lawn, which I did not do, but I said I should still be paid, dude. So then I... Said, I ha ha, no grass now. Ha ha, nuclear yeah. bomb. Ha ha. All right, Hogan. dude. Then I just called in my friend Curtis Bombs, bombs Away LeMay, dude, and guess what he did? He fucking bombed Hagasaki and Nagasaki or whatever, dude. <laughs> Hagasaki or Sapporo or whatever the beer is. Yeah, called. dude, I don't learn the names of other cities that aren't in Florida. The capital of America <laughs> to me is Tampa, dude. Uh, so he sta- trained to the same gym as Hogan and Mike Graham, which led him oh, to... No. Yeah, oh, no! Oh, no! No, Who's just chill, I, and then two guys who are fucking redlining. Ed Lesley is like, he has the fucking constitution of a saint that he's lifting weights. Hulk Hogan, look at that guy's wife. Look at that guy's wife. And, and Mike Graham has just sh- got a bunch of knives in his shorts. Just, hey, do you think my dad's here and I could kill him? And you're like, what? Why? He lied about who my mommy was to him. No There's one lied such, about his mommy. The good thing, we did an episode of Mike Graham, and the one thing we didn't touch on, which is such a good Mike Graham thing, is that he could bench 600 pounds while being, like, super small, which is oh my god, yeah, Mike he's Graham the- thing to do. Just, like, that's the level of rate. Like, for sure, if I had Mike Graham's muscles, I would only max out at, like, 250. The other 350 is pure rage at his father that gets the... Oh, my ah! god. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you love Kevin more than me, Daddy? <laughs> oh my God, Mike Graham! Mike Graham is like. Here's the thing with wrestling kids: is that they are exactly what you want them to be. You know what I mean? What's Nick oh, Hogan yeah. like? Well, he murdered someone with a car and showed no remorse. Uh, what's Mike Graham like? Well, imagine if someone was raised by someone who just drank beers and told you the truth late at night. And then that guy well, grew yeah. up to be very short. Yeah, it's like, whatever. It's all the negative opinions you have about carnies plus steroids plus fake tans. Like that's yeah. what. Anyway, w- which is dope. Yeah, which uh, is cool. Get an eagle tattoo. Wrestling without the bumps. Those people are geniuses. Um, yeah. After Hogan broke his had his bones broken and was giving poor bookings by Hiro Matsuda, he exits the business for a while. And of course, Ed Leslie's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll be in your fucking band." So he just fucking <laughs> tags along. Fuck. Hogan was a bartender. Leslie bounced, which once again, hey, how about I make all the money while you just have to like fucking throw people out who you're going to prick yourself with needles in Florida. I guarantee, by the way, that Ed Leslie enjoyed the shit out of being a bouncer and was so nice. Hey, guys, instead of having a fight, let's all just go outside, be Dude. friends. And they Dude. were like, what? And he's like, I'll sing you Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. And they're like, let's go with this guy. Like, I guarantee. And like. Hulk Hogan's just mixing a martini badly. He's put like it's all just olive juice, no alcohol. What yeah. the hell, bro? It's a bunch of olives with fucking steroids that, that he's eating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this okay, is better. Yeah, this is better than anything we've seen. Uh, this is better than anything we've seen, John. They had a t-shirts made up. The pair also created their own gym associated with the anchor, which was the bar they worked at. It wasn't very successful because they only really wanted one type of clientele. Their t-shirt said, bodybuilders have more heat, meat, and stay harder longer. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. we. W- oh, why don't we make a new mug? Oh, what is that called? Sick. What does it say? Bodybuilders have more meat? And stay harder longer. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to join the Patreon, just because I, I come, smell, I'm still rock hard. I think we're gonna need to, yeah. And then the other, I think it should say all of that because I come. Yeah, I want to make half shirts with so much text on them, uh, like a full paragraph of a disgusting. Anyway, this you remember those shorts that I bought very sad uh, in um, in Las Vegas in March mm-hmm. that say Ju- uh, just do it on the ass with the mm-hmm. Yankee swoosh that I bought Dude. two of for us. Well, LA has a great store shoot. too. The one says like it says, it says Eric's ass. I have a lot of pictures on my Instagram. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, man. Well, don't worry. I bought two pairs of those shorts, and I have found them in my crazy moves because of bed bugs. They are coming to Canada when I come, and we're taking a photo shoot. Mm. We're taking a photo. Of our That'll be the new bets. logo. That's right. So. The guy uh, brought the pair to Cocoa Beach. The first place got what? In the first place got married, and there's such no. Just one second. Ah, this this part makes no sense. Did That's why. Also, it? when I'm looking at this document, basically Microsoft Word is like there's over 99 <laughs> things we want to change here. Anyway, we love you, Chris. The pair needed to head back to Tampa, so Hogan would get in touch with Harley Race before returning to wrestling, who put them on to Jim Barnett. So they're like at this point. Ed Leslie and Hulk Hogan as a team are getting into wrestling, which sounds like 
weird, but the rockers were Marty Jannetty and a guy who just went along for the ride. Oh, dude, not not Marty. No, Shawn Michaels and just I guess it is Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. One of them's like a fucking guy who's determined to be famous and the other guy is just kind of like hanging out and probably wants to fuck his family members yeah but i don't yeah but both of those are hulk hogan and then ed leslie is just also there like ed leslie doesn't strike me as he wants to fuck your family ed leslie strikes me as like hey can i sleep on my on your couch in any way you want to order spaghetti bolognese from a restaurant that probably doesn't deliver like he just (laughs) seems like it's just like what well also dude this guy is 265 pounds roided up and just agreeable like hey you're gonna job yeah sure you know guys like you you guys don't fucking run the business guys like me that sounds fine like it's just you know what i mean like it's just like he goes along with whatever the fuck hey man here's something you should be aware of about me i do not care and you're like oh so if you beat me it's in a fake fight right yeah but then stop it yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hang on. With so I'm making like fight. six figures in the 80s, and my parents hugged me and kissed me in a way that doesn't make me fucking crazy. So I don't give a shit about this. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And I'll, like all, everyone has like a thing, obvi- every single person has something in their childhood that like either galvanized them or didn't. And his thing that galvanized him was when I mentioned his junior college thing was he was making $5 a day to work for a foreman that was making 50 G's. And he was like, fuck this. Yeah, and then he went on to be on television more than Jerry Seinfeld was in the nineties. So funny, and then like, he just I'm, went on because because he just happened to make friends with the the biggest star in wrestling history. Yeah, make no mistake, Ed Leslie has, was on television more than Jerry Seinfeld in the nineties. He was on television more than Bill Cosby in the nineties. He was on television more than O.J. Simpson. All the big okay. hitters of the nineties. And the other thing is, so Hogan, the famous story, is true. Shows up. Hiro Matsudo breaks his leg. Then he comes back. I love wrestling. I'm fucking do whatever. He gets into it that way. Ed Leslie has no formal training. It's just, hey, my buddy's Jack, too. And he goes, all right. And Ed Leslie want... just starts. Is that like, true? Because I like... heard a story which was Ed Leslie showed up and broke Hiro Matsuda's leg. It was told by Hulk Hogan. And then Ed Leslie denied it. He's like, that's not what happened, man. Me and Hiro just, we got some beers and hung out at the beach and I made some lobsters. <laughs> So here's an editor's note from Christopher Hobson. He said that Brut- Beefcake's book is fucking horrendous. Great effort is taken to include needless boasting and detail about Leslie's sexual conflicts and prowess. A lot of it is filled with gen- uh, generic wrestling history. Ed Leslie has no claim to. Like the story of WrestleMania and rocket wrestling, Jacques Rougeau hitting the Dynamite Kid. Man, I love... And then I fucked both of them. Like, I love that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rougeau and then hits I met- the Dynamite Kid. He hits the floor and I hit both the asses. They hey man, said, finally, something we can agree on. This guy's hot. <laughs> I was at the rock and roll connection. You know what I connected? My dick to this girl's pussy. <laughs> so here's here's some highlights of stuff that is in his book. Uh, talking about and imagining his first high school crush in assless, uh, in assless panties and the French maid costume. That's dope too because your first high school crush is fourteen. So he's been storing this memory of a fourteen year old. Also, I want to say this. It's also years. what I like about this is in no way could that person have access to her book. I remember going to high school with her. Oh my god! I like that. Well, that's Florida. She probably fucking would love that. Yeah, shit, she's dog. probably dead. Yeah, if it is Florida, <laughs> she's probably dead. You're right. Oh yeah, I stand over a grave just throwing yeah. French maid costumes. What yeah. is it about French maids? I don't know. I've never understood the costume thing in general. I remember saying this to someone who, oh, as I they were know. leaving a bar, just went, "My lady's wearing a lingerie tonight," and I was like, "I prefer it when anyone's naked." You know what I mean? Like lingerie is yeah. fine, but like you can't beat naked, baby. It's very true. I mean, uh, I the lingerie thing is lo- like another baby boomer thing where it's like, oh, I bought special clothes for sex. And it's like, mm, yeah, we don't have the resources for that. Yeah. These Let's just clothes. have sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. We came into the workforce post 2008. You know how we sexify this? We we are just we work on our bodies. Yeah. We make our bodies more tight because we cannot afford clothing that will make us look good. Yeah, you and I think about all the time, too. And then uh, you know, we'll take a break because um, we switched to Zoom and we're not going to pay for premium. God damn. Yeah. What are we paying for premium? We do not have the Patreon support for premium Zoom. <laughs> I mean, we do. I just what are we, Tim about. Dillon here? Jesus Christ. Oh, have a yeah. word with yourself. My yeah. word. We don't have time. We don't have a word per- money to pay for premium Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Wish I was for some fucking somewhere good. Anyway, um, what was I saying? That's why we don't have the premium thing. Lingerie. Anyway. Baby boomer oh, sex. Oh yeah, lingerie. Lingerie is just like 
legit these things are like Victoria's Secret's trying to look at like why are our profits down? It's like because no one Porn. wants to buy a thing to wear before you have sex. You can yeah. also just wear a long t-shirt. It's also here. We just wear a long t-shirt. It's also this yeah. very simple and amazing thing. Mm-hmm. We have porn now. So there's a lot of illusions about sex that are just gone. It's just like, ooh, this girl will wear lingerie. Either way, we're doing it here in our house quietly because we That's don't want to disturb though. our kids. Lingerie does rely on you having a house. Yeah. You're not you're not putting lingerie on with fucking with roommates? roommates. That's not no true. Way. That's not true. I had sex with someone who showed up at my house in lingerie. They had come from a place where they had roommates to my place with roommates. Oh yeah, they'll wear a coat. Yeah, that's really they were cool, wearing a coat. There, that was cool. That was pretty goddamn cool. But that's what happens once. That's it happened one time. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is like lingerie is like a, we've been married for some amount of years. We own a house. I will put on the lingerie I wear once a year, not like, yeah. hey, Hail Mary one time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. If you're putting lingerie on for a one night stand, you are about to get murdered. Cause... <laughs> or you're just a real, you're someone who just wants to fucking leave a crazy good impression. Oh, yeah. You know what you are? You're a real again. trooper. Yeah, you're a real, you really want people to like, you really want to be like a legend in someone's mind. I, I admire that. I remember discovering that a friend of mine why I showed up every day to a fireman's um, outfit. (laughs) I had a yeah, as it was real. You know the American Apparel Y front underwear that I wear for um, uh, I wear in all of my Edinburgh show posters. I'm familiar with all of your underwear. Yes, Uh, a friend of mine it revealed is she's really she really likes that when her man would wear it. Mm -hmm. So she bought seven pairs and would like put them out as like a signal of like wear that big boy. Tonight's the night. Ooh. Yeah. And I always thought I was like, that's very interesting. But it was revealed to me because the gentleman stood up and I was like, wait, are you wearing American apparel wife rents? And then he looked at me with a look of like, oh, that's what, right? And then she explained, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> that's really nice. Well, and on that nice little fact, we're gonna take a break. Yeah. How about everyone break off? Mm, fuck off. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to talk about Ed Leslie just walking into the WWF no, and then talk more a about job. his book. We're going to talk more about his we'll weird talk more, in his book. We're going to talk about more about his book. His actual here. wrestling career will make up probably one part of this. Nine, nine, I'm going to call it now 380 part series. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We, the next two and a half years, we'll be on Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Look forward to the <laughs> real dirge part of it where we're mm. just covering each wcw character in depth for weeks at a time i don't know how we're going to get four weeks out of the zodiac but we'll do it we'll Mm. fucking do it hey everybody just a quick break whoa to thank you guys for donating to patreon if you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review we have many many options such as brand new untouched episodes so far we've recorded episodes about chris benoit jimmy snuka we took a real uh a break from evil people and and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that that's for five bucks a month you get access to a whole library of 40 i'm just guessing 40 extra episodes including some watch alongs of hogan knows best we've done a lot of fun stuff we're upping our page meow and uh thank you so much 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like everyone come over to my place sleep with me 20 and $25 gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. In that little break, you don't fucking know me at all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back from the break. I am hopped up on Jack Owack Facts. He's the CEO of Bang Energy, and he looks like a fucking criminal. Dylan, what did yeah, you he do? He looks like a penis with a hairpiece. Exactly. Yeah. He looks like uh, every guy who uh, picks you up uh, in an Uber that's too nice, Tesla or a BMW or a Mercedes in Los Angeles, and then just immediately talks about how badly their divorce is going, which is a thing that a keeps Tesla. happening in you LA. You've had an Uber and a Tesla? That's more fun. than one. More than one Uber and a Tesla. I think the highlight was I got an Uber in a Porsche Cayenne and I made a joke. So she got the house and he went and the kids. And then we just rode to North Hollywood in an inky and intense silence. Yeah, the uh, I've only taken one Uber in the last like while. And it was a, a guy who just complained about every single woman that came in his Uber and then said his daughter-in-law will never get any of his money. He cut his son into the money, but not 
That cunt can't have any of my fucking money, is what he said. Anyway, that man's name was, I guess, Ed Leslie Tyen. This is more stuff from Ed Leslie's book. He said he has two rules in life. Yes. Never engage in a devil's threesome and never order double pickles from Subway. What? I gotta say this about Ed Leslie. I don't think that he survived that jet ski accident in the 90s, and this is just... <laughs> he just did so many steroids, his muscles continue to move. So he got super pumped talking about Robert Fuller's dick, and then he said he used a helicopter so hard he flew around the room three times. Oh my god! The helicopter, though. What a fucking... Old school way of a guy just taking out his dick in front of a bunch of other guys who don't want to. Yeah, see it's it. fun. This isn't like me introducing the fact that you could suck my dick. It's a fun joke. Yeah, you know, I'm just letting you know, like it's just here because I'm some, I'm bored, and you know what livens I'm up the conversation. No way I'm just saying, look at my dick. I'm moving it around. Yeah. Don't suck it. Like if my dick happened to get in your mouth and then you moved back and forth, trying unsure if you should leave or stay, leave or stay. I would like that if you did that for like five minutes and then think, told no one. So I went to Humber College, uh, specifically did in a stop comedy bragging program. About that? Oh yeah. And one guy described the Humber College experience in the two thousands best when he said he walked in thinking, "I do want to be a comedian," and genuinely like, "Thank God I took this program because I get to learn what I want to do." And then within like four seconds, he had he saw a man's dick. So the I, guy just I even took know. His dick I, I guarantee I, Harrison. Yeah, I knew who the dick was. So here's Bruce Beefcake. Who is the man story. thinking that? Was that man you? That's who I felt. Like- Robinson. Oh yeah. Google that name. A lot of people come up. Very funny comedian. He has a special out on Crave TV in Canada. I don't know where to get it because Canada just <laughs> makes things and then just is like, whatever, we made that. I don't know. Then. Fuck you. you gotta hey, how about we business. mic the crowd? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you light the stage? Uh, For which what? Nah. The yeah, lights exactly. that are up here. Fuck you. Today, someone's specials out on Crave in Canada, and he's just like, uh, they haven't handed me in promotional material except for this still, and it's him, like, bent over, tying his shoes in the middle of <laughs> Oh, very funny. Anyway, so he told a story, Brutus Beefcake does, about getting a blowjob from a girl in a, in a parking lot. Go ahead. The announcers called his name to go back out, and uh, so he had to call upon his filthy Rolodex so he could give her his finisher. I don't know what that means. It just what? him nutting or me him just trying to finger her super hard? Did he hard? try and give her a haircut? He put her in a sleeper hold? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, he waited until she was he was she was asleep and cut her hair off? Yeah, but who is this fucking guy? What a fucking psycho. Okay, having sex on one side of a dark room with Hogan and Sherry Martell allegedly having sex on the other... The female partners had a comedy moan off, which Brutus saying gave his park partner a couple a couple stiff potatoes, and she knew how to work, so sold it well. So he was having sex with a woman, and then started punching then a woman, so she would come more. Face, and then she sold that it was okay. So I, you're you're this guy's cool. Is going down the fucking toilet. Conversely, he talks about a stalker. This is in quote marks because the books makes it clear that the difference between a woman following you around and being dangerous is not attractive is uh, or not as attractiveness. Bill Watts warned him about offering to fillet him in return for a picture, saying she was a pathetic little creature. The stout little hobbit looked like something straight out of Middle Earth. There is no way I was letting her suck my dick. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Whoa, I don't like Ed Leslie no more. Uh, let me say this. Where the fuck did Bill Watts come into all of it? So I was getting sucked off in Oklahoma. Bill Watts was there. I was going to come in his hat. And he's just like, you better not get sucked off by this person from Lord of the Rings. They'll probably want my Kruger ants. Yeah, I like the fact that he was like, here's a story about Mid-South. One time. This girl wanted to suck me off, and I said, no, she's fat. Bill Watts said that, too. We high-fived. Anyway, yeah, the payoff was good. Yeah, let me tell you a story about working championship wrestling from Florida. Eddie Graham was there. He got in an airplane, and I left. Anyway. Here's another great story. He talks about seeing the best friend of his high school sweetheart by saying she had a bikini top he could see through, stating, I could see the outline of her nippies and everything. Oh my God, Ed Leslie, everybody! Uh, let me tell you, man, I always got brought back. Fat, I got a call there from uh, Vince up in uh, Stanford, and uh, 
he asked me if I should use, if he should use company money to pay off various people that he's uh, uh, treated inappropriately and had extramarital affairs with. And I said, Vince, that's your money, baby. You use it for whatever you want. You want to give some new Leslie? Le- that's fine. I'm going to buy a new jet ski. I'm going to get fucked on it. I'm going to get sucked off like in that fucking, fucking cool documentary series. Fucking uh, bang bus, bang jet ski. Here's this good stuff. Here's some excerpts from his book. All right. The late 80s and 90s was the end of the rat era. I think stuff like AIDS and the rise of the Attitude Era wrestling and rock and roll killed the possibility of any new generation of ring rats. Alas, we sadly don't have rats anymore. Today, we have obsessed wrestling fans who are girls willing to do anything for us. Today, we have obsessed guys. Sorry, we don't have any obsessed wrestling fans that are girls willing to do anything. Today, we have guys obsessed with their iPhones who want to take selfies with us and sign their action figures. The funky but chunky book fanboy wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt are our new rats, and now I have to politely decline, because if any of them want to flash me or hook up, it ain't happening. (laughs) I ain't gay. I would have said, if I was him, I would have said, they got tits, but they're worse. Yeah. I would just not mention it and just be happy that, like, Ed Leslie's no way he's not making six figures signing a bunch of neckbeard stuff. Like, it's also that thing of, like, let me tell you, well, I don't like these fucking people. They're not fucking hot girls or whatever. I don't know. Where's the fucking girl? It just plays into wrestling that it's like the only fan base where it's like there, there's that big story where William Shatner actually hates Trekkies. Remember that in like the 90s or something like that? There's and an it's SNL like every wrestler's like, these guys are all fucking losers and I want to kick fuck every single one of them. And everyone's like, mm, sign, sign, sign your book that says that. Yeah, they get to, yeah, that's a very funny point. Yeah, every wrestler's like, let me tell you what I hate about my job. That's the fans. I think they all suck. And every fan's like, hey, can you sign the laminated still from that interview where you said I suck because I jack off to it? <laughs> he discusses dating Rick Rude's sister, Nancy, and getting Nancy caught Rude? cheating on her with Greg Valentine's wife's sister, summarizing it thusly. I dated Tony, Greg's wife's sister, briefly, but then Nobbs got my leftovers and married it. Married it? Oh no, Edward. Edward, no. Nobs got my leftovers. I fucked her first, you fucking fat piece of shit. What a cunt. Oh, fuck Led Leslie. Oh, fuck this guy. Oh my god, what a wow. piece of shit. We really turned around on Ed Leslie. What a fucking asshole. I'm trying to find a picture of what is this? My person's... leftovers. Brian Nobs? You trying Brian. to find a picture of Brian Nobbs where he's just watching where they're watching porn in the gym on Hogan yeah. Knows Best? That's still the greatest moment in TV history. Oh my god, nothing better than that moment. Uh I'm looking for a goddamn photo of Tony Nobbs. Tony Nobbs. Cannot n- can't track it down. A lot of different photos of just uh oh, there's a photo of Brian Blair and his wife. I don't think if you bury a wrestler, you take the wrestler's gimmick name. But I think his name is actually Brian Nobbs. Oh no, it's not. It's uh, Brian Yardvizik. All right, this is going to be too much. Uh, this is too much. I'm not, oh yes, I'm not. he's very he's very Polish. He's visibly Polish. I guess I don't know what that means. I'm not reading too he's much. He's visibly Polish. Whoa, easy. How about you stop man spreading here on the oh, program? Oh God, John can't tell the differences between anything. Is that a chair or is that a chair? It's a table, John. People uh, look Polish. All right, <laughs> this is our second podcast. What country do I know you're from? By Dylan Gott. Yeah, welcome to. Uh, no, you are with Dylan God. <laughs> so he started as Ed Boulder with Hogan, as Terry Boulder in Panama City with his in his career. He says his first match was as Ron Slinker against Ox Baker and Eric the Red. If your first match is against Ox Baker, you're they're trying to get you out of there. For... Yeah, they're trying to get you so? out of there. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ox, can you go punch this guy till he dies? I don't know if he'll die, but I'll try. Thank you, thank you, Ox. I think that you're like seriously tabbed for something big if you're fucking immediately in the ring with Ox Baker. I mean, uh, you and I just have different views on what you, they're using Ox Baker for. What do you think they're using him for? Intimidation. Really? That's right. Intimidate Edward Leslie. He said he was good friends with Ox Baker until his death. I don't believe him. <laughs> no, you weren't. And then he fucked Ox Baker. There it is. That's the other part. And then the end of that chat. I got caught cheating on Ox Baker's grave by also trying to fuck Eddie Graham's grave. I always get caught. <laughs> got dirt dick. Anyway. Yeah, they call me old dirty dick Ed Leslie. I wanted that to be my gimmick. Vince, here's my gimmick. I got a bunch of boulders in my foreskin and I dropped them on my opponent. 
wet uh, boulders. Him, him, Hogan, Afa, and Zika would s- sleep in a four-person van, which is the fucking farts in that fucking van. Oh my god! Do you talk about fucking helicoptering? I guarantee they all woke up Ooh, and like they tied their dicks together and made out for sure. This is gay. We tied yep. them together. <clears throat> Tape my dick to your dick. I just want to feel your oh, like a knot. And they're like, oh, we got to undo this knot. Too bad it's going to take a lot of time. And we're yeah. all hard now. We better all get hard now and piss on each other. <laughs> get hard, but it's pee, so it's not homosexual. Terry just kept being like, all right, listen. All right, dude. Everyone get piss on each other's shafts, dude. <laughs> piss on my shaft. It's my shaft. Anyway, they made 800 bucks a week. That's good. Yeah, well, Ed actually only made six hundred because Hulk Hogan was like, "Dude, I need to make a thousand, dude." So he just started of Ed's money. So they uh, came in and they were they're working for Jerry Jarrett, and apparently they were brought in. Uh, Ed and Terry were brought in off of the infamous Jerry Jarrett. Where are the blowjobs statement? Oh God, that statement's so fucking gross. I just ask, love seventies wrestling. It yeah. is just a sexual harassment case that was undocumented for an entire yeah decade. 70s wrestling is 90s wrestling no consequences you know what i mean like it's just like what why are we in trouble for this now we've been doing we've been doing this systematically for 30 years this is the fun thing about 70s wrestling where it's like a lot of guys who say i wish things were like this still would get plucked into 70s wrestling and then just get beaten up by fucking assholes by like ed leslie and, like, i guarantee you understand Hulk Hogan the, would just grab the, their head and fart on it but like there'd be he would wait till there was like the start of a shit so we'd be like ha ha dude now i shit on your eyes anyway i'm gonna go fucking fuck whatever you own do you understand that if CM Punk had done what he had done in the 70s, he would have walked back to being fully stabbed by Dick the Bruiser? You know what I mean? Like, it would have been like... That is very true. He legit would have been stabbed. It is funny. Like He would have walked like back, or... and one of the young guns would have had a gun. Like, you know what I mean? The it would just... Bam! Yeah. Oh, no, 100% he would have been stabbed with a piss-covered blade, though. He would have for sure been like... They would have been like, as soon as it was like, I work with children who couldn't even manage a target, it, but it would be in like a target manager's piss. Yeah, Which exactly. I heard, by the way, I heard this said, and it is true. Last thing about the CM Punk thing. Why well, got to go after target like that? But CM Punk is an old man and it came out in weird ways when he was like, I fucked more women than you fat ass when the guy like heckled him or something during an AEW promo. It's like, what the fuck? You, you can't do like, yeah, well, you're fucking gay. Anyway, I'm woke. I'm CM Punk. Like, ugh, whatever. Once again, like we said, when he say natural heel, sometimes you mean like, oh, that guy's just got like a face people hate. It's like, yeah, his face plus his whole way he is. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like how Hulk Hogan is a natural, could have been a dictator, but just wasn't, didn't pay attention during yeah. civics class. So he's a pro wrestler instead. He's the kind of guy, CM Punk's the kind of guy that would fuck your girlfriend and then get mad at you because you thought you owned your girlfriend. Like what? You think you own her? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Now. Why is this bad? Yeah, I own her. I own her now. I've touched her. I own her forever. Don't you understand? I'm straight edge, which I'm acting like is a sacrifice, not a choice. So guess what? I've been through more than you. (laughs) Hogan is still going for Terry Boulder. Uh, Terry told him about the brother angle. He worked with Ed. So they brought Ed in for a shot where he wrestled in tag match against Ron Bass and Pete Austin. Bass bladed Leslie. The result was so bloody they couldn't show it on TV because they were pissed off that the fucking bodybuilders had goddamn taken over. Goddamn right. Yeah. If only... Yeah. Ron had just stabbed Terry. Ron Bass? Ron Bass then blew Ed Boulder. That was good. Uh, Me and Ronnie, you know what I mean? He stabbed me a bunch of times. We were covered in blood. Then we said, you know what else we should do? Cover some girls in blood. Then I watched him full kill two women. (laughs) That's the 70s. Maybe it was fucking crazy. It was right by the first Carl's Jr. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I, I worked an angle with Nicole and OJ Simpson. Ah. Yeah, I remember in the 90s, I worked a bunch of angles with this guy, Jeff, in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> but soon Hogan was on the upswing. He went to work for Vince Sr., finally earning the name Hogan. Ed never got much traction. Probably didn't care. He was just trying to get sucked off in a fucking carnival parking lot. Yeah, man. And Vince Sr. didn't give me a job, but that's okay because I don't get get sucked off by girls that are too close to a fucking apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it doesn't count. 
is gay if they're a clown because you got sucked up by a clown, not a guy clown. Who says guy clown? That's yeah, my loophole. That's goddamn right. If you don't get sucked up by the person, you get sucked up by the job. It's not gay if I've been sucked <laughs> up by a bunch of construction workers. They're just been to work in construction. Construction workers. Yeah, you look at me. It's fine. Anyway. Yeah, the people say it's a sex addiction. I just, I just like being covered in warm drinks. <laughs> man ed leslie's the worst baby boomer fucking homophobe who passes it off as a fucking i was thinking about ed leslie um, is alpha baby boomer you know what i mean I got this, yes i got this job because my friend's good at it i've tried not at oh, all wants my to God, suck my dick right. yeah. he worked he worked construction for three months and was like i don't like this i'm gonna yeah. go play fight for millions of dollars and it worked out yeah uh, my, and not only that, he got two jobs. He got a job within his job. He's a fake fighter and a fake barber. Here, all right. So here's my favorite thing. John, we're about to sign off now because we're done. I'm honest to God. We're on page. We just finished page four. Ladies and, and gentlemen, welcome to for four parts of. Bruce yeah, <laughs> I think four. Hogan got three. No, Hogan got four there. The Hulk. Also, the Hulk Hogan saga we did on the wrestler review is the stuff of Matt there. One episode's like two and a half hours long. They're all, uh, they're all that long, and I think that's the best work we've ever done. And the other thing about it is we're never doing that long episodes again because uh, Abyss, know, Abyss is the one that I think Abyss is our greatest work. Well, that's us live figuring out how many times he had just lost to Raven. Oh my god, I couldn't believe I still and that was six years ago, and I still can't believe he lost that much to Raven. <laughs> So thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, obviously, you can get us at Wrestler Review on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're uploading stuff more to our YouTube channel there. Um, soon, we're going to make all of our um, episodes on the main feed because we're going to more time. Basically, I have my son has daycare now, so I can like once again sort of mm, do produce content. Yeah. Um, so, so we're basically gonna we're going to chat a week. Uh, trying to hold us i always hate saying this because then we just don't do it anyway we're gonna try and hold us hold us this please message us a chat per week and uh catch up on the 25 dollar tier of people who um you guys wanted us to review a million years ago also we are going to start uh, uploading all of our back episodes onto our youtube channel uh for you to listen at your delectation we're just trying yeah. to get some so, but, uh a what little, that means is also old episodes we're just going to bulk make public yeah um so all of the old video episodes we're gonna basically our back catalog is all getting up onto youtube at some point in the this or next year slowly very slowly and then we will be trying to do provide more patreon content for those that pay for the patreon uh that will uh have access to our back catalog because yes yeah and also, I'd like to mention, please tweet at us with your favorite episodes. I know you've done this before, but tweet at us with your favorite episodes. Tweet, Instagram comments, whatever, and I'll put those up first. Yeah. And then suck our dicks. And then watch us piss. I'm at Dylan yeah. God on every social media account. I'm and a, John's I'm at the John at, Houston. At Hot Piss Johnny. Ooh, yes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We hope you liked the first part of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. We're going to be doing this for be a whole year. I mean, he's the perfect wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, I, who else is excited for the booty man? See you next week. <laughs> bye bye.